Welcome to your daily dose with Bob and Nick. It's Bob. How many of you know workaholics in your life? How many of you are the workaholic in your life? Today, Nick and I talk about people who throw themselves into their careers like Thor throws his hammer. Hardworking souls who literally don't know when to call it quits. Coming from the corporate healthcare world, I have some pretty serious opinions about the world of all work and no play. As always, Nick offers a perfect counterbalance to my zealous viewpoint. It's always a volley here at The Dose. Enjoy. I have a series of like hobby groups, if you will. I have yeah. a Tai Chi circle. Sure. I have a street painting circle. I have an improv circle. You know, it's, it, it's I have Catalyst circle. I have the all these different circles that kind of don't intertwine. But I don't really like to call them hobbies. Cause not, I feel like hobby, hobby feels like it diminishes it to me. Like you yeah. don't take it seriously. You don't want it to be work. Um, because then it becomes a job, right? Like it's not, it's a passion. Yeah. That's, that's what I, that's what I call it. Passion it's a passion projects. of mine. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Passion project. Yeah. That's cool. I like that. I like that. Better than, uh, was it the side, uh, side hustle. I, well, was, the hustle is the bad part of that. The side all, hustle. All of it is bad. All of it is bad. Uh, when, when it first came out, it was like, oh yeah, that's it. We're all working all the time and this is the best thing to do and you have to have be a little side. busy and you ha- or else you don't have purpose. And it's like, when the heck do we have time to sit down and be a person? When do we have time mm-hmm. to rest? When do we have time to look at a system that might be broken that is saying like to make ends meet, you have to have this side hustle, which, oh, but guess what? It's a second and third job. Well, that's what it is. And people need to do what they have to do to make their nut, right? To to get what they need. Of course. But it's funny because this whole concept of rest keeps coming up in my life. Keeps coming up. And and this, you know, someone, I think it was uh, Franz Liszt, this uh, old composer, said that the key to making beautiful music is knowing where to put the rests, right? And I feel like that's the saying, the key to making a beautiful life is knowing where to put the quiet spots, where to put the silent spots. Because the quiet spots and the silent spots make the louder or echoing spots echo more. You know, so it's it's like in a still pond, the ripple is much clearer, right? Uh, So, but if the pond is never still, how do you know the impact of anything dunking its finger into it? So I'm just feeling like we got to find a place to rest. And it was actually a couple of young people that I met at a wedding recently who were pushing this concept of you don't have to keep go, 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 go. You need to be able to stop and take a look at what's happening around you. Take a look at what just happened. Take yeah. a look at what's going to happen. And we kind of punish ourselves out of reserving those spaces for ourselves. Like we should feel guilty oh, when yeah. we do that. I'm not doing anything. I'm not productive. Yeah. I am not accomplishing anything. Therefore... Uh, I should be thinking of something else. Like it's never a reset time for me. I say we start a whole new like um, pause time, a rest stop. Yeah, a rest stop. You know, let's. I mean, let's just let's just make build that in because it's positive and because it's helpful and because it gives us context. And part of it is, I feel like we get a lot of people that want the world to see how busy they are. Oh like, yeah. I don't. I don't enjoy hearing people say things like. Oh, it must be nice to have the time to do that. Or I am so busy, I don't know what to do. And they're saying that like it's a badge of courage. Like we're glorifying busyness. Like busy isn't a thing unless you're accomplishing something. So tell me what you're accomplishing. Not that you're so busy. 
you know? I think we say that sometimes because we don't want people to take away our rest spaces. <laughs> it could be it. I also think there's something to, like, I remember one manager I had, uh, the big boss, the owner came in and everybody was still there at six and how proud he was that everybody was still there at six. <laughs> and it was like, uh, and then another person, uh, another manager said something about like, I would routinely, uh, be up with, uh, when my first uh, child was born, so I was up anyway. So I was sitting in front of the TV, uh, feeding the kid and answering emails and I was, it's great. I mean, you're up late, you're answering emails, you're like a dedicated worker. This is, you're so good at your job. It's like, no, no. Not, and I, I took it as a compliment at the time, but yeah. now looking back at it, it's like, no, it's don't, not, don't do that. You're not so good at your job. If it takes you more than the hours you're being paid for yeah. to do the job. Cause I feel sure that all those people that were at six o'clock weren't earning an extra hour's worth of pay. No. They were earning what they were earning and giving the company an hour of their pay. And my rule was always this. It's a contract between you and your employer. We, we forget that before you had the job, you were two separate entities that had to create a contract to determine how you're going to work together. And the employer says, I'm going to pay you this amount of money each hour for you to do this stuff. And then there's an expectation that you're going to be available late at night to respond to emails, that you're going to show up early when you have an early meeting, that you're going to stay late when the workload gets too heavy. And all of a sudden, the contract gets bent, but it doesn't get bent towards your side of the contract. Right. So we have to go back to the negotiation point except for when you go back to the negotiation point after you have the job it's not an even negotiating negotiation anymore because the employer feels like an owner they feel like i you are here now you are mine now if you want more you must ask it of me if you want less you must ask it of me and the reality is you don't you just have to say i just like to remind you of the contract that we signed these are the hours that i'm working now yeah. mind you they may look unfavorably on you for asserting your power and control However, they're th looking negatively upon you because you are holding them to their part of the bargain. You're holding them accountable, yeah. Yeah. So it's, I mean, and I, I did this without any malice or ill will when I was in the corporate world. You didn't see me working 60 hours a week. I had my, my peers bragging, oh, I work 60 hours a week. And I'm like, That's, either your job is designed poorly or you suck at it. Yeah. Because if you have to work that much. Or you hate much, your life. Exactly. Well, and these are the choices that we make, right? Workaholics. What is that? A workaholic. Another word for that is person unhappy with the rest of their life. Period. Because if they loved the rest of their life, they'd be working hard to share that with their work rather yeah. than allow work to take it over. Or it becomes, and there's, I guess we're, we're kind of talking down on this. If your work is important, if yeah. your work is uh, something that fulfills you in ways that nothing else can. Okay. Different though. Okay. Sure. But I, you know, I don't want it to be so like anybody working more than 40 hours a week sucks, but no, no, it's no, in, I, a, in a specific job, like they are going to, the corporate world is designed to take advantage of its workers. Yeah, exactly. And I say this, you work as much as you want to work. Just remember that anything beyond the hours you're being paid for is a gift from you to your employer. And if that's private industry, you are literally making a gift to your shareholders with that money. And if you love them enough to keep giving them that gift, 
Fantastic. If you love your customers enough that you want to keep giving them that gift, fantastic. If you're a doctor and you're saving lives and you want to save more lives, fantastic. But let's not have the illusion that it's an obligation. It's yeah. a gift. Make the gift. I very generously give out there in the world, getting paid nothing to do exactly what I do for others that I get paid for. And I do that because I love it and because my work is my life. The Venn diagram of my life and my work is a single circle. And so I often can't tell the difference between what, when I'm working and when I'm playing, when I'm doing charity work and when I'm doing paying work. And that's me. I'm lucky with that. But I know a lot of suffering souls out there who are in jobs they don't love working more hours than they're being paid to work because they feel like there's some invisible obligation or peer pressure. You know, the other donators right. in, your, in your life are out there competing to out-donate to the cause, right? Yeah, there's no way I can move up without this making this investment. Well, in and, yeah. and, and what are our employees doing? They're, they're fostering that because guess what? A little healthy competition that increases our unpaid um, resource? Let's do that. Yeah. You know? So, hey, it's all made up, folks. The whole business world, it's all pretend. You just get to decide, to decide which parts of that are your reality and which aren't, I think. I agree. I, I can always have a disclaimer. Uh, I said, I think at the end. <laughs> so that's it. Hey, it's Nick. Thanks for listening. Making sure you have a good work-life balance. You're getting paid what you are worth and asking for the things you need are all incredibly essential to a fulfilling career. If you ever feel like you're going to go into your boss's office and ask for some of these things, and you need an extra burst of resolve, let Bob and I know, and we'll back you up. <laughs>